At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Pro Football Blitz right here on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm Brady Cannon, along with Mike Pritchard, live from the South Point Hotel, Casino, and Spa in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Happy Thanksgiving weekend to everybody. Week 12 in the NFL is underway, and for the next two hours, we will cover every game on the Sunday card in depth, and then at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, we roll into the football contest show, and we will reveal the consensus plays for both Circa Million and Circa Survivor. Mike, great to spend another uh, weekend of football with you, my friend. Happy Thanksgiving, and let's talk about the games. Of course, week 12 in uh, the NFL, got started on Thanksgiving Day. Three games, of course, and it started with a pretty darn good game in the Buffalo Bills and the Detroit Lions. The Bills got the win 28-25. Lions get the cash. The game stays under the total. And then you and I were the beneficiaries of a wild backdoor cover by the New York Giants. They fell to the Dallas Cowboys 28-10. to That game goes over the total. And in the late game, the Patriots and the Vikings, the Vikings get the win with some shaky officiating down the stretch as well. <laughs> they win and cover 33-26. to 26. What stuck out to you the most about the three games on Thanksgiving? Oh, wow. Great to be with you, by the way, Brady. I mean, um, you know, the Lions, I guess we could say they stuck out because uh, the fighting Campbells. I think yeah. Michael, Michael Lombardi calls them the fighting Campbells. But uh, they have improved. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Josh Allen... Uh, I guess redeemed himself, and uh, you know when that guy gets determined that way. Uh, that's I've I've kind of alluded to this. He, he's an incredible player, we know that. But when he gets determined and he gets focused, uh, he's really unstoppable. Mm-hmm. I mean, he can, he can take over a game in, in a game of football. You wouldn't think that would be the case, but we're talking about the quarterback position, the key position that way. Uh, but that guy was phenomenal. Um, you know, the Vikings, I, I guess, looked apart again. Um, uh, of a team that could surprise a lot of people. They look better than than a lot of people expect. Uh, and then maybe the Patriots kind of disappoint, you know, that kind of thing. You mentioned officiating. I- I've been tracking this a little bit too. Uh, because of the physical nature of football, uh, these officials are, are not on the same page uh, of the physical change of football. Um, it's, it's, it's fascinating to see the officiating behind the play on the field right now. Uh, because we, we're accustomed to all this passing and seven-on-seven seven aspect of football, professional football. But now that, you know, teams have turned back the clock, uh, if you will, and uh, certainly there's trying to run the football more and be more physical, the officials 
are not yeah. in tune with that. Right? They're, they're not familiar with that game, right? They're not familiar with it, which is fascinating. I mean, the focus of illegal contact, we haven't even seen that impact, right? Mm-hmm. Remember the, the point of emphasis of illegal contact because of the passing game. But now, you know, you got some some physical play out there, and these officials haven't seen it in quite a while, and, and they're behind eight ball. I'll tell you what, uh, it, I was kicking myself a little bit that I mm-hmm. didn't bet the Detroit Lions. You and I, like All I right. mentioned, the VEASAN bets giving contest. We got lucky with the New York Giants, and I really liked that play. I felt uh, the Cowboys were probably a little bit inflated off of their big victory over Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The Giants were probably being discounted a little bit too much off of their ugly loss to the Detroit Lions, and it worked out in the end. But, you know, it, it was fairly simple, the handicap with the Buffalo Bills, you know, how could a team that was traveling back and forth and dealing with that snowstorm be prepared two weeks in a row, a short week? I thought Detroit really had an advantage in that game, and sure enough, they covered that number pretty easily. Yeah, you know, Detroit, they're just not there. Like Jarrett Goff. I I, thought he looked pretty good. You know, I mean, their offense, they can't can't win games. Now, they had won three in a row. Right. um, But... You know, they certainly don't win on Thanksgiving very often. But you got to make a throw, though. And they're playing the Buffalo Bills, too. You're a quarterback, and you have to make a throw. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There's no excuse for that. There's a wide-open receiver. And there's another wide-open receiver in the same play. Uh, but yet, the, the choice that you made, you didn't even give the player a chance. Right? And it's like, that. that's not the first time that's, that has happened. And I think as betters, you know, if you file that away, like Jared Goff, and a lot of people have, I mean, Jared Goff is not a clutch player. Mm-hmm. He's good enough, and the Lions are good enough. And, okay, were, were they going to cover this game? I think the a break of routine for Buffalo, like you mentioned, was right. a factor. Uh, lack of preparation was a factor. But then you also still have this animal in Josh Allen that can do a lot of great things. So, um, uh, you know, that, that, that was the situation that I didn't want to lay that many points because of the break of routine. But uh, the possibility of the Lions covering, certainly there was a, there was a chance of that happening. But – you know, relying on Jared Goff or, or quarterbacks like that that just cannot make a play in a clutch situation, I think is a better. You have to file that away and keep that in mind. You know, you and I noticed it in watching Sunday night football with the Bills and the Packers. We saw that defense really get gashed by mm-hmm. the Packers' running game. Now, the Bills were very impressive in holding down Nick Chubb and the Cleveland Browns' rushing attack in Week 11. But this week, Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, they ate him up again. I mean, I think that's an area of concern, the rush defense for the Buffalo Bills. It seems to be on and off again. Well, it's part of who they are. They're not a physical team. Mm -hmm. They are built to stop the pass and because of what the league turned into. And McDermott's guys work cut out for them because we see all these teams running the football and uh, being physical and I know Trey Edmonds coming back. That's going to help uh, eventually Vaughn Miller to injury right there, but he's more of a pass rusher anyway. Uh, but they have to instill some type of physical nature uh, within that football team. And I don't know. It might be too late. Buffalo might just go with what they have and who they are right now. And it may, may, may be too late to kind of get to that uh, meat and potatoes, that grind in and out, being physical. They tried to get the running game started the week prior, uh, and it worked. Uh, and they won that game against Cleveland. But uh, you're right. I mean, I, I think at times Buffalo just lack uh, some physical prowess out there. All right. Let's move to the card. We go in official Nevada uh, rotation order. We'll see if we can find some winners for the Sunday slate here. We start with the Ravens at the Jaguars. The Baltimore Ravens, they escaped with a 13-3 to thir- victory over the Carolina Panthers last week, they had seven possessions in Panthers territory that resulted in just six points. The Jaguars, they are coming off of a bye week. They fell to Kansas City two weeks ago, 27-17. They were plus three in turnovers in that game and still did not cover the spread, depending on when you got the number. Mm-hmm. Ravens are at 7-3 and three and atop the AFC North. They will be without their all-pro left tackle, Ronnie Stanley, today. That ankle that has given him problems for about two years, he got it rolled up on by Lamar Jackson. Last week, he does not appear to be seriously hurt, but he will miss this game. Jaguars are three and seven. They've lost four out of their last five. Mr. Pritchard, they are catching three and a half points here at home. Forty-three and a half is your total. Your thoughts? Yeah, that line's coming down. I mean, I, I do have this game as a field goal type of game. Okay, right? uh, but I like the Ravens, and I hadn't played it. Uh, I think the Ravens, you know, as it comes down here, I mean. Uh, you wonder how how low it'll get, right? I mean, this is probably it. I don't think it'll go under three. That's okay. for sure. Yeah, it might get three. to three. It might get to three. Okay, because yeah. I'd be looking uh, to be interested a little bit. Then I mean, because I know where the line started, right? And uh, Jacksonville at home is interesting, but 
to me, the Ravens have all the momentum. They're four and one on the road. They got a four game winning streak. They have all the momentum right now, uh, and and they have this guy, this ultimate weapon. Uh, and Lamar Jackson, and I don't care who you are, he's so tough to prepare for. Uh, I, I think when you compare what the Ravens have done, um, you know, certainly within divisions, but more in particular on the road, it, it's incredible. I, I like the linebacking situation too now for the Ravens. Right. Uh, Roquan yep. Smith, uh, and you can throw in Patrick Queen too. Uh, that That's pretty decent right there. And then you know, throw in uh, 19 takeaways, second most in the National Football League. Uh, I'm all over the Ravens, especially if that number gets down to three. Well, the Jaguars, they have a point differential this year of plus 11. They're the only team in the league that has a losing record with a positive point differential. Mm -hmm. They are fifth in the league in success rate per play at over 46%. The Ravens have a first down or a touchdown on nearly 33% of their rushing plays. That is the highest rate in the league. Baltimore has a first down or a touchdown on over 30% of their passing plays. That's 19th in the league. But since week four, they dipped to 24th in the league with that rate dropping to less than 29%. Now, they will have tight end Mark Andrews back for this game. Uh, the Ravens are on a 4-0 and against the spread run against teams that are coming off of a bye. Jacksonville 1-5 and against the spread as a non-division home dog of six points or fewer. Jacksonville, this is the part I like here, Mike, and you talked about Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. Jacksonville is 0-28 straight up, 5-23 against the spread the last three years when they allow 100 or more yards rushing, uh, including 0-5 straight up and against the number this season. When they allow 150 or more rushing yards, they are 0-14 straight up, 2-12 against the spread. Baltimore, meanwhile, is the second-ranked rushing offense in the league tallying nearly 163 yards per game. I don't think that really spells like a good formula for the Jacksonville Jaguars. My numbers came to the Ravens minus six, the Ravens minus seven, and the Ravens minus three. I'm with you. I like the Ravens in this game. I'm a little worried about not having Ronnie Stanley at left tackle, and I didn't really want to lay three plus the hook on the road. Mm -hmm. So I ate the big number. I laid minus 175 and took the Ravens on the money line. Oh, okay. See, you didn't want to wait to the three. <laughs> right, right. I'm impatient. <laughs> okay. No, that's not, that's not a bad play. I mean, I, I, I didn't consider the money line, but, I, you know, as the line was coming down, I'm thinking, okay, wait a minute, what's going on here? And then, okay, is it the weapons, the lack thereof? Is just the Ravens, you know, and the, the uh Point differential that you mentioned. Uh, I've seen the, Rave, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. They lose games in that fourth quarter, mm -hmm. not able to close them out. They did that against the Raiders uh, recently at home. Teams off a of bye, too, offensively seem to struggle, seem to get out the gate slowly. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, we saw that for the Baltimore Ravens last week. We did. We did a number of teams off a of bye, uh, high-octane high offenses, too. And Jacksonville, they want to run the football. I know that, but... Um, I, I, I'm anticipating a slow start again, but I, I think the Ravens are, are rounding into shape as we get into December, too. I don't think this game's going to be a blowout. No. A and no. I could see, uh, you know, I said I like Baltimore. I played them on the money line. Mm -hmm. uh, that line was four. I, I could see Jacksonville covering the four. I do think they will struggle if okay. the Ravens are able to put up a lot of yards on the ground. We knocked out those stats for you right there. But... What we always say about teams on a bye, teams that are struggling that go into the bye, oftentimes they come out with a refreshed and inspired mm -hmm. effort right. on the other side. We'll see if the Jaguars have that up their sleeve. When we come back, we take a look at the Broncos and the Panthers as we roll along here on the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. With the World Cup in full swing, now's the perfect time to check out Bet Rivers. Log into Bet Rivers every single match day and get a free $10 bet when you place a wager of at least $25. Bet Rivers has all the latest lines, odds, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Welcome back to the Pro Football Blitz. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you. We've made our way to Carolina. The Broncos at the Panthers. Both of these teams come in off of losses. The Panthers fell at Baltimore to the Ravens, and the Broncos lost at home to the Raiders in overtime. Denver is at 3-7 and seven on the season. Carolina at 3-8. and eight. After Baker Mayfield threw two interceptions, was sacked four times, and threw for less than 200 yards last week, Panthers head coach Steve Wilkes has named Sam Darnold as his starter at quarterback this week. What Darnold Mayfield or P.J. Walker means to the point spread, when I asked South Point Race and Sportsbook Director Chris Andrews if there was a difference, he said, geez, I guess not. They're all just (laughs) awful. (laughs) How about you? What do you think, Mike? The Broncos a short favorite here, laying one with a total of 36. Well, in the last five games, Carolina's 4-1 ATS. Yeah, <laughs> I'll start there, mm-hmm. and then I'll go here. I call this game the business decision game. Okay, because you have uh, two teams going in different directions, right? Uh, the Broncos in the direction they don't want to go in, and that's rebuilding. Now we don't know if the quarterback uh, is the whole problem or is it the head coach. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to change coaches at the end of the year. Uh, the quarterback seemingly is in place, and that's Russell Wilson. Uh, if you think about Carolina. Carolina, they don't have a quarterback for the future. They don't have a head coach right now either. So that's why I call this the business decision game because you have a situation in which a win for Carolina would mean dropping from number two in the draft to probably around number 10. Hmm. Interesting. Right? Yeah. If they win. So what's the incentive for the Carolina Panthers to win this football game? Well, the incentive for Steve Wilkes, though, is to yeah. you know maybe be hired full-time. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's, that's consideration. It is. Uh, but you, you factor in that owner, um, and uh, I think he's a hedge fund guy. Mm-hmm, correct. Uh, and quarterback, there's a lot of quarterbacks in this draft coming up, but uh, if you drop out of the top ten, I don't know if you're in the, in the realm of, of getting a quarterback, but I call this a business decision game, not the tanking game. I don't want to do that, uh, but I can't back Denver either, though. Denver is a complete mess. They have one running back. Yeah, Latavis, yeah, and they got who, rid of Melvin Gordon. Right, and they picked this guy up, Latavius Murray, uh, during the year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they got some other guy from the San Francisco practice squad, uh, Marlon Mack. Yeah. I remember him. They're down two wide receivers They're as well. They're down two wide receivers. The offensive linemen uh, are, are in shambles. I mean, I, I don't know where the motivation is. Obviously, defense, people can lean on that, but I think the defense is checking out too uh, now for the Broncos. So they're going to make a change at head coach. I know that. Uh, that's, that's in the cards, but – from a business decision standpoint, 4-1 ATS, can I back the Carolina Panthers here, knowing what's at stake if they win this football game? Uh, tell you what, the Broncos are a league-worst 0-4 against the spread this season mm-hmm. as a favorite. 
They have punted on 50% of their drives. That is the highest rate in the league. Carolina has punted on nearly 46% of their drives. That's the third highest rate in the league. Panthers are averaging a league low 25.3 yards per possession on offense. They are 1-9 against the spread when coming off of a straight-up loss, but a win against the spread. Denver games, by the way, Mike, 9-1 and one to the under this season, and I think that's the way I would go here, mm-hmm. despite it being the lowest total on this week's card at 36. I, you know, and you've kind of spelled it out. I don't know how either of these teams is really going to score. I did tease Carolina up to plus 7.5, and, and I okay. think that's another good option. Yep. Uh, playing on the Broncos' opponents in a six-point teaser is 10-0 and 0 this year. Ooh, nice. They play close games. They don't score too much. That's, That's your nice. Broncos. I, I like that play right there. Absolutely. And you can still get it. There's uh, ones out mm-hmm. there, maybe a, a stray one and a half, but I, I wouldn't have a problem even teasing it up to seven either on Carolina. That's a hammer drop right there. I mean, that seriously, I didn't know that. Yeah, 10-0. and 0. If 10 you played six-point right. teasers on the Broncos' opponents all season long, mm. you're 10-0. and 0. I like that. I'm Thank hoping it that. goes to 11. <laughs> yeah, me too. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, the Falcons at the Commanders. I think this is a sneaky good game here. The Red Hot Commanders. They've won five of their last six games, 6-0 and against the spread in those games, by the way. They're coming off a win on the road at Houston, while the Falcons, they're coming off of a win at home over the Chicago Bears. Atlanta has won just two of its last five games, but they are just a half game behind the Buccaneers in the NFC South at 5-6 and six on the year. What do you think, Mike? The, con- the Commanders are favored here at home by four points. Forty and a half is your total. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Falcons uh, in a dog situation. I have all year, uh, and I'm backing them again uh, from a dog standpoint, uh, taking the points with the Falcons. Uh, I think they run the ball well. They play physical. Uh, you know, Washington's on a little bit of a run here, and it's been it's been interesting. I mean, Heineke's 4-1 and one since taking over for Carson Wentz, you know, and uh, I think there's some momentum on that side. Uh, and but they're also skewed the running game too. They skewed it to almost sixty percent run uh, during the time that Heineke has been the starting quarterback right now. So uh, it's not they're not winning because of Heineke, but Heineke has added some juice to this. But I think Atlanta has juice all year long. They're well coached. They're a physical bunch, and I look for them to be physical on the road again in this game. Well, uh, what's changed for Washington is their defense. Mm-hmm. You know, they started the year out even last year, and you thought Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera, a couple old Pac-12 linebackers, would have this defense playing well. It really hasn't. It's been awful defense until about the last six weeks or so. Uh, the Commanders, this is interesting. They have been favored by more than three points twice in the last two seasons. And those were both the end of the year, the last regular season game when the other team was like pulling all their starters, what have you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they were favored by more than three. Other than that, this is only the third time in the last two years that they have been favored by uh, by more than three points. Going back to 2018, head coach Ron Rivera is 2-5-1 against the spread as a favorite of more than three points. On the other hand, you talked about it, the Falcons and the role of the underdog, Mike. They are 6-1-1 one, one against the number as a dog this season, 3-1-1 one, one as a road underdog. Now, Washington 6-1 against the number when coming off of consecutive victories. Atlanta has been outgained in 10 straight games. That is the longest streak in the league. Over its last five games, Washington is allowing just over 24 yards per drive. That is second best in the league. Over 50% of Atlanta's offensive yardage comes via rushing the football. That is the second highest rate in the league. But the Commanders have nearly a 67% success rate against rushing plays. That is the second best rate in the league. It's a tough game to call, I think. I think the number is about spot on, but I'm with you, Mike. I think we've got a field goal game here. And now that we're at four, I definitely lean with Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Uh, My numbers come to pick them, commanders minus one and commanders minus one as well. I think the stock on Washington is starting to just get a little bit too high. Okay. Uh, I think we're elevating this team just a little too much. Should they be a four-point favorite over anybody? I mentioned that they've only been favored by three points. This would be the third time in the last two years. Um, so I, I think they're elevated just a little too much for my liking, and uh, I lean with the Falcons. Yeah, I mean, they've improved. You know, stop and run. You mentioned it, what, 68 yards per game on the ground over the last five games. They've given up defensively uh, for the commanders. But Atlanta still averaging 5.2 yards per rush the entire year. Uh, so that tells me that Atlanta can run the ball against anybody, and they feel that way. The uh, thing about 
football, you know, Brady, when uh, you have to stop to run. You know, it's not a scheme thing. It's it's really it's really the toughness and getting off blocks and mm-hmm. uh, being tenacious that way and being violent at the point of attack. And, uh, you know, Atlanta shows that all the time, right? And, and certainly Washington, I think against Houston, were able to, to rise to the occasion. The Eagles, obviously, everybody remembers that game. Uh, the Vikings, you know, the Colts, their offensive line situation is, is abysmal at, at this point. But uh, I, I just like Atlanta on the road uh, more so because of how consistent they be, they've been uh, and the fact that they can – and they want to run the ball against everybody out there. Well, I think they're going to have to run for triple digits mm-hmm. if they're going to win this game. If they okay. get held under 100 yards rushing, uh, I think Washington will win and probably cover the spread as well. And I think Marcus Mariota is going to be forced to pass the ball against mm-hmm. uh, you know this stout defense for the Washington Commanders, and he's going to be without Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the young man, of course, is going to miss some time with a torn MCL. He's had MCL. a down year, though. Kyle true, Pitts, yeah. true. Drake London mm-hmm. has been the better of the yep. two. And they seem to just, uh, you know, it's a turnstile. They, as far as running backs and wide receivers, a new guy seems to show up for Atlanta every yeah. week. Yeah, that's that offensive line, uh, and that's the consistency. And, like, it's like you can run the ball, and that's the core plays, too. When when you have a certain amount of plays in a playbook, if the core plays are something that it doesn't matter the front, doesn't matter the looks, it doesn't even matter the personnel that they have out there, we can block it. Uh, and that the way that the running backs run the football, too, that's <laughs> – that's given me confidence in terms of taking the points through with the Falcons. Yeah, I certainly don't like them in the role of the favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kicking myself last week when that line got to two and a half uh, in their game against the Bears, and sure right. enough, they won by three. Uh, but uh, I do lean their way getting four points here. There were four and a halfs out there very early in the week, and it even dipped down below four to three and a half. So there has certainly been some action on the Atlanta Falcons, but then some buyback back on the Commanders. It looks like this game will close somewhere at three and a half or four, but uh, at four, I uh, certainly lean with the road Falcons in the underdog role. Now, coming up next, it is the Buccaneers at the Browns. Wit, Wendy, and Wet in Cleveland when we come back. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal is on now. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber, and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests, tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and the bets are moving for every game, deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VSIN annual pro subscribers get a $30 credit to the VSIN store. Do some Christmas shopping. The VSIN store is a great place to shop for VSIN sports, betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, Cyber Monday offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at vcin.com slash subscribe. Tampa Bay is off of a bye week and back stateside off of their win in London over the Seattle Seahawks two weeks ago, 21-16. They are on top of the NFC South division at an even 5-5 on the year. They have won two games in a row. The Cleveland Browns, they have dropped two straight and four out of their last five games. They're at three and seven on the year. And today they are a home underdog getting three and a half points. 42 is your total. And Mike, the Browns welcome Tampa Bay to cold, windy, and wet Cleveland this afternoon. Yeah, a little bit of injury news. Uh, The Tampa Bay Buccaneers activate Giovanni Bernard Mm -hmm. uh, because Leonard Fournette is out. Uh, so here you go, Giovanni Bernard, who's used to weather like this. And you think about who he is as a player. He's not a between the tackles running back. He's a scat back or somebody Brady can use in a passing game. True. Yes. Which I think that's where they want to go uh, in this matchup, too, if you consider the Cleveland Browns and how bad they are uh, defending the pass. I, there's all kind of great matchups uh, in this game across the board for Tampa Bay and Tom Brady uh, in the passing game. One, the defensive coordinator situation, Joe Woods, out there for Cleveland. Not very good. They're down a man, too. Um, I remember trying to remember the player, the cornerback that they're down. Denzel Ward? Uh, no, not Denzel Ward. Uh, uh, the other guy. Uh, gr- um, uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Greg Greg something. Um, I know who you're talking about. Newsom. Good Newsom. player. Newsom. Yeah, yeah, That's got, it. Yep, yes. There he is. Uh, but, you know, just uh, Julio's healthy. <laughs> yes. Julio's healthy and available. Uh, you know, you got you got a number of players. Edwin Ed, Ed, Evans is uh, a guy, just a matchup nightmare, uh, I think. I know you mentioned the weather, uh, but it's fascinating because Tom Brady with that arm playing in New England all these years, I don't know if the weather's going to affect him 
Because, yes, he's been in Tampa. And Jacoby Brissett's been in New England, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I I get it. The weather and people might be shying away from this game, but they forgot that Tom Brady played in New England for his entire Mm -hmm. career. Uh, If you're shying away from that. I I love the fact uh, Tampa is passing the ball about 63% of the plays now. And, uh, you know, Tom is starting to feel comfortable. The offensive line is getting a little healthy. Uh, And then on the other side, Akeem Hicks. I mean – since he's been back in that lineup, um, you know, they've been able to stop the run, right? Uh, so I know Cleveland, they want to run the football, but Stefanski, past the scripted nature of his game plan, uh, gets challenged. But, yeah, Brissett in his final game, too. Yeah, right? right. Because Deshaun Watson, if I'm Brissett, I'm throwing this football. <laughs> I'm trying to get me a job somewhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so I, I like the situation. I think he's been pretty decent this year, he's really. He's been okay. You know, he hasn't been horrible. But uh, I, I'm, I'm betting on Tom Brady um, uh, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, and that offense here uh, in this matchup. Well, the Browns have allowed opponents to score on over 46% of their drives. That is the worst rate in the league. The Buccaneers have allowed opponents to score on less than 29% of their drives. That is second best in the league. Uh, The Browns can't stop the run like you mentioned, Mike. They have allowed a league-worst expected points added on running back carries, they rank 24th overall in rushing defense. But the Bucks, they can't run the ball. Just 30% of Tampa Bay's rushing attempts have gained five or more yards. That is the lowest rate in the league. They rank dead last in rushing offense. And I think that's another reason you might look to this game sco- uh, having some points scored despite mm-hmm. the weather. Uh, it's interesting to note here, the Buccaneers just 1-8 and eight against the spread in their last nine games against teams from the AFC North, and the Browns 7-1 and one against the spread in their last eight contests with teams from the NFC South. I don't really have a strong opinion on this game either way. My numbers come to just about what the spread is. Mm-hmm. Buccaneers minus 3, Buccaneers minus 2.5, and, and Buccaneers minus 5. Uh, but if I had to make a move, I'd probably play over the total here. Browns games this season, and I think this speaks to their defense, have gone 8-2 and two to the over this season. And it also says that they can score some points. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the inability to run the ball for Tampa Bay, like you said, t- Tom Brady's going to have to pass it. And I think there's opportunity for this game to get over the 42 for the total. Yeah, Giovanni Bernard, too, tells you that they're not going to try to run the ball that much mm-hmm. anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Browns ranked 30th in the National Football League in points allowed. Uh, they've given up 10 touchdowns to to receivers, uh, sixth most most in the National Football League. So uh, it's Joe Woods and, and no confidence in that guy. I covered the Broncos a number of years, and uh, he was a coordinator out there. Just just not in touch uh, with uh, with the scheme. And now you're down a couple players too. And uh, I, I just they haven't been playing well uh, all year long. So I, I do like the points uh, in, in a total situation for Tampa Bay. The Bengals at the Titans. This ought to be a dandy. The Cincinnati Bengals, they have won two games in a row and four out of their last five. They are 6-4, and four, a game behind Baltimore in the division. The Tennessee Titans, boy, they have been on quite a roll. They started the season 0-2. Since then, they have won seven out of eight games. They're at 7-3 and three with a three-game cushion atop the AFC South division. Uh, very good-looking game with some playoff revenge on the line for Tennessee, who, of course, fell to the Bengals right here in Nashville back in January, 19-16. to They're on extra rest after beating the Packers last Thursday night. Cincinnati, they opened as one-point favorites earlier in the week, and they were bet up to as high as two-and-a-half-point favorites. The consensus number right now, Mike, Cincinnati favored by one-and-a-half with a total of 43. Everybody's wondering how Tennessee's doing it, too. Right. I know. Right? I know. I mean, and it's not that hard to figure out. Defense no. and Derrick Henry. Yeah. And, and they want to fight you. They want to beat you mm-hmm. up. And they want to know if you uh, can handle that. Uh, they want to find out early and often uh, if you want to play like that for 60 minutes. And some teams don't. Flat out, they don't. Green Bay did not want to play like that. Mm-hmm. You saw that, right? Yeah. Just watching the game. Green Bay, uh, Alexander, Zaire, Ale- he didn't want to play like that. And uh, that's why they kept running it to the perimeter and, and doing a lot of things. I mean, they find your weakness. They find that one or two guys on that side of the ball defensively that don't want to have any type of contact. Uh, and so look at the Bengals. Are, are, there, are there any players defensively? Uh, that... I would say there's one back there right now. He was out for a few weeks, <laughs> yeah. but D.J. Reader. Sure, sure, right? I that's mean, one guy. That's one guy. But, you know, I, I, you know, the Bengals at times are physical. The, the thing with the Bengals this week uh, is no Joe Mixon. And mm-hmm. uh, being in touch with this team, it's like they are a week away from the adjustment. Like when Jamar Chase went down, they needed to adjust their offense and be different. Uh, it took them a couple of weeks. And then, you know, if, if somebody exploits them, 
Uh, then they take a week to adjust to that. So now with not without Joe Mixon, uh, they thought Jamar Chase could get back. He's not going to be able to go. And right. uh, so, what's the adjustment now for Cincinnati offensively without Mixon? I know P. Ryan is available, but he's he's not Joe Mixon, right? And um, I, I just when you have Zach Taylor, when you have this offense that seems to play catch up at times, and then when you have the Titans, believe it or not, they they have balance offensively. Uh, even with Derrick Henry, the play action stuff with Tannehill and and Burks on the outside, it that's come to fruition here. But there is a wild card, you know, the psyche of Todd Down- Downing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the arrest and everything like that, you wonder what the week of preparation was like for Tennessee. But I, I like I like the Titans at home, the revenge situation, uh, just the fact that they want that, that kind of party too, uh, and they want to find out uh, if you are willing to do that for 60 minutes. Highly efficient in the red zone, too. Uh, I like the Titans in the game. The Bengals are third in the league in success rate per play on offense and first in the NFL over the past four weeks at over 53%. Cincinnati is the top team in the league in red zone offense, the number two team, the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee ranks first in third down defense. The Bengals are third in third down offense, converting over 48% of the time. Titans are number one in the league on defense in yards per point allowed. Cincinnati is fourth in yards per point on offense. It's really just a a polar Mm -hmm. opposite here of both teams. In last season's divisional round playoff, Mike and I have both referenced, Ryan Tannehill threw three interceptions in that game, and the defense sacked Joe Burrow eight times. Uh, I think this game has probably been circled on Tennessee's mm-hmm. schedule for quite a while. Uh, and the Bengals, they uh, don't get caught looking ahead. They have a date with the Kansas City right. Chiefs, another team that they upset in the playoffs. That comes up in Week 13 for the Cincinnati Bengals. My numbers come to pick them. Uh, Titans minus 3.5 and, and Bengals minus 1.5. I played the Titans on a teaser, uh, went that route mm-hmm. again. Uh, I think the Titans plus 7.5. Uh, actually, I was a, I think yeah, I was able to get it to 8.5. I still don't mind 7.5 with the line at 1.5 right now. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Tennessee won outright. Yeah, Randy Bullock is out, the kicker. Mm-hmm. He's uh, been out for a few weeks. Yeah, they elevated as a Caleb Shudak. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, no, well, there, there's some kicker news for you. How about that? But, uh, you know, other than that, I mean, the way that Derrick Henry's running the ball to the offensive line um, and the Titans, I mean, the, the defensive front, it starts and stops uh, right there uh, in the trenches. Uh, and I think there's an advantage for the Titans in this matchup in the trenches. Somehow they've been able to do it with a lot of guys injured, yeah. too. Uh, they went up and beat up on Green Bay. They were injured the week before against Kansas City. They mm-hmm. were real tight with the Kansas City Chiefs in a game. Uh, I believe that went to overtime, if I recall. Uh, but uh, I think there's a coaching advantage for Tennessee as right, well. Right. Mike Vrabel over Zach Taylor. Uh, good game. I think it'll be a good one down there in Nashville. When we come back, we move to South Beach. The Texans at the Dolphins. Maybe not quite as good a game here. We'll be back to preview it, see if we can find a betting edge right here on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Your next win is brewing. Play free fantasy baseball, football, and basketball with draft time matchups presented by Miller Lite. Draft wins in 13 contests and compete for your share of $41,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Miller Lite to get it on the action. Miller Lite, great taste, less filling. 21 years and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Celebrate responsibly. Brady Cannon and Mike Pritchard with you back inside the Pro Football Blitz, and we have moved on to the Texans at the Dolphins as we run through every game on the Sunday slate in Week 12 in the NFL. Dolphins are favored by two touchdowns, and it's not the highest highest spread of Week 12 on the card. Miami comes in off of a bye and having won four games in a row prior to that. We cannot say the same thing about the Texans. They scored just three points against the Commanders last week before adding a garbage-time touchdown in the fourth quarter. They dropped to 1-8-1 and on the season. This game opened up Dolphins minus 10, and then Texans head coach Lovey Smith announced that Davis Mills was going to be benched and Kyle Allen would start at quarterback for the Houston Texans. Mike, now this line is at 14 in favor of Miami. 47 is your total. What do you think? Yeah, it's a tough one uh, to bet uh, for me, uh, Brady. I mean, I, I don't lay double digits to begin with. Uh, and then you got Miami um, from a uh, uh, buy situation and an offensive standpoint, momentum on their side, and are they going to be rusty, right? Are they going to come out the gate a little slow, sluggish? But then they'll rev it up, right, I, I think, with the speed that they have. The Dolphins, they've been difficult for me to to cap because I know how to stop them, but the teams in the National Football League, they don't employ that, mm-hmm. uh, how to stop them, how to slow them down. And uh, give McDaniel a lot of credit for keeping teams' defenses off balance uh, but with speed guys, and I've, I've seen speed guys in the National Football League before and smaller receivers, you got to get your hands on them. You got to disrupt them. Uh, and a lot of people say, well, the motions and all this stuff, you can still bump them at the line of scrimmage. You can still disrupt them. You can still reroute them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that throws off the timing. And that uh, timing is so key for, for that Tua, offense, especially yeah. it is. But we don't see teams doing that. Teams, don't, they don't want to do that. Um, or they're afraid to do it for whatever reason. So Miami has been benefiting. And, and for me... As somebody who knows how to stop it, it's frustrating trying to bet with teams going up against Miami that you think would do the same things, but they don't. Uh, so that's been difficult for me. I, I don't want to lay the double digits. I looked at the team total situation uh, because the opening team total was at 26. I think it's close to 30 points now. Uh, I don't know what the live bet is. Let's see if I can find it here. But I, I couldn't find any other angles uh, to bet uh, in this matchup. Well, since Tua Tangavaloa returned in Week 7, Miami has scored on nearly 53% of their possessions. That's the highest rate in the league. Over 41% of Tua's red zone passes have gone for touchdowns. That is the highest rate in the league. The Miami Dolphins are sixth overall in red zone offense. Nearly 61% of the touchdowns allowed by Houston have come via rushing the football. That's the highest rate in the league. And over the last three games, with Raheem Mostert coming on and the addition of Jeff Wilson, the Dolphins' rushing attack would be 13th in the NFL at over 126 yards rushing Per game, Houston is one and six against the number against teams coming off of a bye, while the Dolphins are four one and one against the spread in their last five games after a bye week. 
When my numbers came out, Mike, I was immediately taking a look at the Texans. Mm-hmm. I came out with Dolphins minus six and a half, Dolphins minus four and a half, and Dolphins minus five, but I just don't have the guts to do it. Mm-hmm. I think Kyle Allen might actually be better for this offense, but Houston is dead last in rushing defense. And I talked about this Miami rushing attack. I think they have really gotten better yeah, they have. with Mostert and Jeff Wilson, that old 49er teammate with the old 49er offensive coordinator, Mike McDaniel. Uh, I just don't have the guts to uh, take the points here. But if you made me bet it, I would. I think this spread is a little inflated. After this game, Miami will go out on the road for three straight games, mm-hmm. and it starts with a date with the former employer, the San Francisco 49ers. So this could certainly be a look-ahead spot. A little soon for the consideration of Miami in a Super Bowl stand, uh, standpoint? Well, you know, maybe from a betting standpoint, you could get a good number. Okay, yeah, I, I think so. Um, I, I know people have talked about their defense, the defense right? yeah, right. It, it's okay. a question mark. Okay, but that offense, and teams can't figure out how to, well, they, they can figure out how to stop it, but they just don't. Uh, and I wonder if the matchup next week against San Francisco uh, will reveal a lot about how to stop Miami offensively. Well, and they had won four in a row going into their bye week, and mm-hmm. we talk about the you know the factor of a team being on a roll with momentum, uh, with momentum, and then the bye right. puts that all to yep. a stop. So we'll see how they come out on the other side. You said maybe sluggish for a minute. Maybe Houston in the first half okay. is a decent bet. But uh, again, if I had to bet the game, I, I could only take the points. Uh, the Bears at the Jets. Interesting one here, and I wonder if the Jets and Jets betters have recovered from last week's <laughs> tough loss to the Patriots. Wow, that was brutal. I'm glad I was not involved in that one. Uh, that was the 14th time in a row that New England had beaten the Jets. They fall to 6-4 and four and into third place in the very competitive AFC East. The Bears lost for the fourth time in a row last week, falling to the Falcons and dropping to just 3-8 and eight on the season. The big news regarding this game was the benching of quarterback Zach Wilson being replaced by Mike White. And when that was announced, the line actually moved in favor of the Jets. And, of course, that coincided with the speculation that Justin Fields would not be ready for this game as well. Mike White is under center now for the Jets, Mike, and they are home favorites now up to seven points with a total of 38.5. What are you doing with this one? Well, I'm looking at sixes and some fives now, five and a half, because I was wondering about Justin Fields, and I guess he was limited. Uh, He's got an AC joint, a, a shoulder separation. Uh, and his left shoulder, non-throwing uh, situation. So it's painful. I, I played with both my AC joints separated at one, at one time, uh, and it's painful. Uh, but you can get through it. You can play, play through it as well. But if you're Chicago, why do you want your quarterback to do that? Yeah. At this point. Yeah, you, I you've mean, lost four in a row. You're three and eight. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you know cause look, the, the future is not here. It's next year for mm-hmm. what we want to do. And Inside the building, there's got to be discussion. Let, let's just bench him, or not not bench him, but let's sit him. Now they elevated a quarterback, you right? Saw that. Nathan Peterman. They, they elevated Nathan Peter and Peterman, which suggests you're not going to have three quarterbacks right on our active rosters. So I, I don't know if Justin's going to play. He shouldn't play. How about that? Well, the line is telling us we're, I'm seeing seven across the board. Are you and, okay? And, and so that is telling me that uh, the betting market believes that Justin Fields is a no go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then okay. Assuming that, then obviously. Uh, you wanted the Jets before. Uh, you can do a teaser situation there. Um, as I refresh, yeah, I'm seeing sevens now. Um, yeah, it, Chicago can run the ball. We get that. But they're a different offense. I mean, uh, Trevor Simeon and, and Nathan Peterman. I can't believe he's still here. Uh, but uh, you got a situation where they're going to run the football. And the Jets, the Jets are hungry. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Jets players wanted this change, by the way. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, and yeah. so I, they're going to respond to the fact that Coach Salah uh, took a survey or understood the room and understood the temperature in, in the locker room uh, and gave these players what they wanted, which was a quarterback that I think is going to fight for them. And when he filled in last year, he was pretty darn good. Right, right. I think he'll definitely be an upgrade. Yep, so I, I love a teaser situation with the Jets uh, in this matchup right now. I mean, Chicago, again, they're playing for their future next year, but they, they, they have to sit down Justin Fields. Well, the Jets, this is, of course, with Zach Wilson and earlier in the year with Joe Flacco, averaging 5.4 yards per passing play, 29th in the league. The Bears are averaging just 5.2 yards per passing play. That's 30th in the league. The Jets have scored on just 8 of 33 possessions in the past three weeks. That's the lowest rate in the league. Mm. On defense, however, New York is allowing less than 27 yards per drive. That is third best in the league. The Bears' defense allowing nearly 40 yards per drive over their past four games – That is third worst in the league. 
The Bears have allowed a league-high 18 rushing touchdowns and allowed at least one in 11 straight games. That's the longest current streak in the NFL. And I tell you what, Mike, if you asked me which game on the Week 12 card I want no part of, this might be it. <laughs> my uh, my numbers come to Jets minus 6.5 and, and then pick them and then Jets minus 2.5. And, and those are all, of course, compiled with Zach Wilson and Justin Fields as quarterbacks. But without both of those guys in the lineup – I'm not sure I want. I'm not sure I know what I want to do with this game now. You know, if I could go back in time and get three and a half or four or where this line was, yeah, sure. Uh, and maybe that's something about contest play. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to see the Jets become a popular play in contest because now the actual line is at seven, and of course the contest line is different than that. Uh, but I'm going to take a pass on this game. Yeah, I mean. Going up to the window and laying seven with the Jets with Mike White it feels like a lot, doesn't it? It feels like a ton. Uh, that's why I said a teaser. Uh, if you're looking for a teaser leg, um, I, I like that. Chicago one and five in road games uh, this season. Um, Chicago's lost what seven of eight, four Three, in a row. Yeah, four in a row. So I, without Justin Fields and his playmaking ability, I mean that that was the only reason to back the Bears. I thought uh, even last week um, uh, back in the Bears, uh, you know, from teaser situation, whatever. I mean, uh, it's it's his playmaking ability, right, that can help you out, but. That's off the field. Simeon is not doing that. Nathan Peterman is not doing that. Now, Chicago can run the football against anybody, though. You know, the line is getting a little large, mm-hmm. and a contrarian move might be to look at the Chicago Bears taking the points right now. I don't think Simeon's going to be all that bad, but you'd bring up a good point. I think this Jets team is fired up about the yeah. change, and they really want to make amends for that loss last week, a tough loss mm-hmm. to the New England Patriots. When we come back, we'll start hour number two with a look at the Super Bowl. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.